Tanya, mic check. Check, 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 check. Becca, check, mic check. Check. Check, check, check. check. Is everybody ready? Ready. ready. Scrub in. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. It's a Monday. It feels like a Monday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Does it feel like a Monday to everybody else? Very Monday right Mark! now. Yeah. Hi. Wait, Mark! We cannot I'm, just skip yeah. over the fact that Mark is back. I'm so glad to be back here. We're so happy to have you. I apologize for the two weeks I was roaming. Yeah, you were just MIA. Two weeks ago, Brooklyn had a performance at her school. She did a women in history performance. And How then was it? That was great. Great. They saluted someone who named um, Baca, Judith Baca, who does murals in oh, Los wow. Angeles and around the world. And then last week I was in Seattle visiting my sister and meeting my new nephew who's seven weeks old. His name is oh, Noah. Yeah. So that was fun. So now a little I'm back. Spring in, break. A little spring break. Yeah. yeah. All right. Easton took over, read the emails. I, I heard. Great it was job. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I make you proud? Did you I do made a good job? me very proud. <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. Now I have to announce I'm leaving the show. See you guys later. <laughs> no, it's a team effort. We need everyone here. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot has. Yesterday was Easter. Yesterday was Easter. What did you do? Uh, I went to church and had lunch. I had like a long brunch lunch and then that's about it. What did you do? I was, I, I feel like I've been battling this cough, but it's not become more than a cough. So it's just like this annoying thing. But I feel like when I start coughing, people around me are like, like my Uber, I was, oh, wait, a, do you wait. know what's so sad is I invited Becca to church to come with me, but I was in the back of my head. I was like, if she coughs on me. I'm going to be so paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> get sick. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't like being the person that makes people feel that way. Yeah. So um, I just woke up, and Hannah and I watched um, a movie. It was called Son of God, and it's like a basically a telling the story of Jesus and like the um, like him dying on the cross and rising again. But um, and then we just hung out. It was pretty low key. Yeah. What did y'all do, Mark? Oh, uh, family stuff. We went to church, and our neighbors always have a big Easter uh, party every year, and they have me be the Easter bunny. They own an Easter Bunny costume. Like, I'm not sure who has one of those, but they do in a big bin. And so I sneak off and I put on the costume. Then I run around and I throw eggs at all the kids. And then I sneak away again. That is so cute. They actually had like a full on like Easter, um, like photo set up at my church. It was so cute. It was like, yeah, and like a chair and like happy Easter. That's the thing though. You have to have a photo opportunity everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Well, especially now. I mean, it's like if there's a party and there's not somewhere that, could go on Instagram. Yeah. Why bother going? Yeah. But this is church. I'm like, I'm, this is, I love I love my church. Yeah. You do love your church. Yeah. Shout out to Zoe. 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 Beach brought, he brought a fire message yesterday. I got <laughs> heated from it. I was like, yes. And Becca had a rough weekend. I know she got broken into and she got uh, yeah. stolen. You know, <laughs> I actually am never, I've never done anything like super crazy for April Fool's Day because... I don't like for anyone to be, I, I never take it too far. I mean, maybe it lasts for like three minutes and then I'll, you know, come clean. But last night, the day was coming to an end and I was like, I have to, I have to do something. And so I was on my Instagram and I saw this, this girl posted a story and like she had texted her friend and said that she had gotten to her house and her door was open and they like had stolen stuff. I was like, I'm just going to do that. So... <laughs> So I text Tanya, which I don't know why Tanya is just way more fun than anyone to do this stuff to. But I was like, oh, my gosh, my house got broken into. They took my laptop, my purse. Your passport. My passport. 
And she's like, oh my gosh, no. What do, do you need to come over here? Are you good? What's going on? I was like, do you have cameras in your apartment? I FaceTime her because I'm like... Yeah, FaceTimes. Like, if that were a real situation, like, I'm just going to answer my FaceTime. <laughs> because I wanted to make sure you're okay because my mind went to the dark place because you have had, like, packages stolen from your true, house. So, true. like, it didn't seem that far off that she got burglarized. <laughs> so, I, like, was panicked. And then I thought, if my house got broken into, I wouldn't want to be at my house. I wouldn't want to sleep at my house. I'd be so scared. So, then I started mentally being like, okay, well, Becca can stay here and then probably one of your sisters can sleep on the couch and then maybe one can go stairs like I literally like was going through all of these things and yeah in a matter of minutes and she texted me April Fool's I was like yeah I mean it didn't it lasted maybe two minutes it was a very short-lived but you know that I also don't have like I have zero to a hundred with yeah, my yeah. stress and so my stress went really high up Spiked. and I did not need did not need that stress on a Sunday night and Tanya posted on Twitter anyone else think we should discontinue April Fool's Day there is 10 hours left in the poll but 64 percent say yes bye-bye April Fool's Day thank you for that 64 yeah, your 64 people that follow you and voted for that, though, are the people who on Facebook, like, complain and want to just make everything, like, boring and not so fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I hate the new algorithm. Yeah, Whoa. I just hate every. I got to complain about something. There's something that I have to complain about, and I'm going to post it on Facebook. It's not complaining. <laughs> I hate It's just what about April Fool's is cool. Nothing. It's funny if What's you do it funny? to other people. Like, maybe you should just... Do it to someone and you can experience the, the rush. Yeah, what rush? Did you get a rush when I was like... Kind of. I was laughing. I was like showing it to my sisters and we were all laughing. And then I also did it to Allie, so you weren't alone. She freaked the out same too. Thing. But then she just responded and was like, you're a troll. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, happy April Fool's, everybody. Yeah, so I'm going to continue doing April Fool's even if everyone else discontinues it because... I personally feel like we take everything so serious. No one can play. Even April Fool's jokes people take so seriously. Like, no one can do anything. So, I can take advantage of it while it's here. Well, it's gone now. Maybe, I'll, just, maybe I'll do everyday fools. <laughs> Start pranking you every April day. April Fools could work any day in April, really. True. Yeah. And yeah, you better watch your back. The worst. Complaining the worst. so much. You know, that only it. fuels my fire. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, Becca, the Facebook group was a buzz. A buzz. A buzz. Yeah, I know. Regarding you and Robert going to a concert. They thought together, to get, yes, but you that's should clarify. What, yeah. um, okay, so what happened? Tanya and I had made plans to go to the James Bay concert. This is, what day was that? Wednesday? Wednesday. And um, as I'm getting ready, as I'm walking out the door pretty much, I... I sometimes still look on Robert's stories and see what he's up to. Mm. Which I love. And I saw that he was heading to the James Bay concert. And I was like, oh. Like, okay, a concert. There's a lot of people there. Totally. I mean, there's a chance I'll run into him. There's a chance I don't even see him. Not to mention, I had a shirt that said, my shirt that I had on said, no time for romance. (laughs) Oh, really? What a a Becca shirt that is. Yeah, Yeah, but under it says, like, self-love society. It was, like, like, empowering, whatever. But um, so we get there, and I text Tanya, and I'm like, Robert's on his his way to the show. But I didn't even think anything of it, because I'm like, there's a lot of people that go to concerts. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big venue. Sure. It's smaller. It's, no, it's not a big venue. That's the thing. It was like a theater, so it wasn't a hundreds big of people. Yeah. So like the chances of room. seeing someone is like one in one hundred. 
Okay. Okay. Um, so we walk in. <laughs> we, we walk in. We go to the restroom first. And yeah. then as we're walking back into the theater from the restroom, Tani's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. And I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Because <laughs> I haven't talked to him and I haven't seen him in like three months. So... This and is, like, right off the bat. Like, we literally just gone to the bathroom yeah. and walk right out, and boom, it's happening. So, and it was like, okay, well, okay, just go be normal. Yeah. So, it was actually fine. Like, we saw them. that kind of, Tanya and Robert talked to each other more, and then I was talking to his friend, like, catching up with him. So, um, I didn't have a ton of just, like, me and Robert talking. Right. Robert and then and the talking. show started, so it was, like, just, like, you know, like, just chit chat in between songs you know what I mean like it wasn't like it's just hard because it's so comfortable and so it was like funny making like funny comments throughout the show and not to mention James Bay sings like these really like sweet you know romantic songs songs. like it's not like a like a rap concert or anything like you know um but it was good to see him I haven't we haven't talked since it wasn't like a you know I know everyone's like, oh my gosh, are they together? Did they go together? No, I, I guess I didn't realize that. I didn't realize people thought that we had all gone together. Oh, yeah. I didn't well, know that. I guess if you see everyone on the Instagram story together, that's totally. natural to think that. So, yeah, it was. It was I was weird. living, I loved my, living my best Tanya life. Tony kept looking back at us <laughs> with this like longing look on her face. And I think both Robert and I were like, what do we do with that? Yeah, because I would literally just turn my head and go like this. You can't see her, but she would like give us this like grin, like <laughs> just the biggest grin. And I like stood two feet like in front of you guys because I wanted to like give him some alone time, you know. But like we didn't need a lot. I know his friend was on the other side of him. So I know, like... and I kept being like, <laughs> give him some alone time. Go yeah. away. Well, a lot of people were excited to see you two together. Yeah. Well, I was, was one of them. Yeah. Him. I was, was one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't it wasn't a bad thing at all. It if anything, I feel like maybe it made things a little harder emotionally, but you know, you haven't seen anyone for so long. And I know I, I said he, that when I saw it when right when we first walked up, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, I haven't we haven't seen each other in months and I was like, Wow, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. I feel like in those situations you either see someone and you're totally just like over it and like oh good to see you hope you're doing well or you're kind of like oh like hmm you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah let's move on yeah okay, I, have on. A little, I have a little tick chit chat with him but i'm gonna keep that private i think we're all team Ro- robecca yeah robecca point. tanya had yes. a great text exchange that i want to talk about oh yeah actually uh becca crafted the text oh great yeah. okay so let's first of all what did he say out of the blue and then you can tell us about him after you see, tell us what he said he said uh, do you want to go get a drink this week? And who is this guy? So I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. I met him. We uh, mutual friend introduced us. Just like, oh, you guys would be just good people to know in the industry. So we ended up getting coffee and totally flirting the whole time. So then he was like, asked me out on a date, and I was like, yes, I'd love to. So we made plans on like a Saturday night. An hour before we had made our plans, he ends up being like, I'm so sorry. The dinner that I was at got ran long. Like, I have to reschedule. This is the night of. So I ended up crying. It was like really sad. I forgot I about remember that. that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he called me and ap- profusely apologized. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like just said, you know, he's like, if I was you, I wouldn't take me back. But like, I really like, I feel strongly like that you're an awesome person. I would really like to explore this. Would you mind like giving me one more chance? 
So I said, you know what? That's really big of him to like call me and ask me out again. Yes, I'll go out with you. So we go out. We have a really great date. I can't remember if I kissed him or not. I, anyways, it was a really good date. I was really excited about it. Um, and then he just went away. He just like literally not ghosted me because I don't think he like intentionally did. But he just went away and never asked me out again. And it had been months. Then he just comes out of the blue again with just, hey, like, oh, oh, he referenced something that we talked about on our date. Mm. He's like, I was in a meeting and somebody brought up the book about love languages, made me think of you. And so I was like, oh, it's so funny. I love love languages. Blah, blah. So we start talk- talking back and forth. Then he asked me out for drinks. And your response? Co-crafted by Becca. No, not co-crafted. Solely crafted <laughs> okay. by Becca Tilly. <laughs> what did it say? Because this okay. is great. Here's the thing, though. Tony and I up. went, I wish we could pull up our conversation back and forth because oh yeah, I was like, my whole thing was, okay, he had gone through like a bad breakup Right, like right before y'all went yeah. on the first date or something? Yeah, he'd gone through a divorce. A divorce. Mm. So in my head, I was thinking, okay, if this guy was just kind of getting back into the dating world, maybe he wasn't looking to settle down right away. But if you had fun with him, he was a good guy. But I, I get not wanting to be like available only when he mm-hmm. wants you. Mm-hmm. But I, we had a conversation. I was like, if you want to shut the door on this, like you don't, you have no interest in going out with him again, then you can say this. But that's shutting, it's shutting the door. Mm-hmm. Tanya shut the door. Shut it. Because no more discounts. No more. I I put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm saying preaching all this stuff. Like, I don't want a guy that's going to just like ghost me for months. And, you know, like I want 100% of somebody. I want somebody to pursue me. I want somebody that's like really attentive and not going to, I don't know. I just, in my head, my gut was telling me like, shut the door. Well, that's, that is key. The gut feeling yeah. is what you have to go with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can go through every rational scenario like I did. Like maybe he wasn't in a place, but if right. your gut's saying like this And it's is nothing not against gut. him. Like he could have been in a he could be in a really bad he could have been in a bad place. He couldn't have been dating other people. Like it's nothing against him. I, for what I want from a guy is just not that. Not that. Okay. So what do we say? It this is so it's so good. <laughs> if I remember correctly. We've made these plans before, and you canceled, and then disappeared for a while. So, to save me any confusion, I'm going to say no this time. How good is that? That's great. It's so great. It was so liberating sending that to. It was so well thought out, so concise. It was to the point. It was exactly what I wanted. If I verbalized it myself, it would have been like three pages long. It was like, so hey. Becca, yeah. hey. So, um, it was just... So concise and so to the point and just so perfect. And he responded with? Fair enough. <laughs> door closed. Door closed. Door, Bye-bye. That door is, I think, closed, shut, and boarded up. Yep. It's just ready for Mr. Wright to walk on in. Yep. Before we get to HelloFresh, because I'm very excited to hear all of, that you have to tell us about HelloFresh. Yeah, me too. I want to talk about last week's Grey's Anatomy. Oh. I thought it was the best episode of the season. I thought it was fantastic. I definitely there, think it's up there in the best, for we had the sure. three storylines. We had the Owen going to Teddy, which, oh. look, none of us love Owen. But for an Owen storyline, I thought it was all right. Yeah. We had Meredith getting to know Scott Speedman from Felicity, who I'm, I don't know, does that ring a bell with either of you? I didn't yeah. watch Felicity, but I know who he is. He's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. He's Ben from Felicity. Wow. <laughs> so... That was wonderful. I could have yeah. watched those two chit chat the entire the entire time. time. Connection, yeah. It's and then we had chemistry. April and Saul Rubinek as the rabbi. 
And that was great. Oh, I got chills and even thinking about it. And that was teary. And that was, that was magic. Yeah. yeah. So those, that was great. I was so happy with that episode. Yeah. Top to bottom. Great episode. Yeah. I, I could have done with like probably 30 minutes less of Owen. Yeah, so I agree. I could I have agree. eliminated it. Were you like it. me when she was like, are you going to move to Germany? I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Let's do that. Perfect. Get him off Owen. the show. No, I'm just, I mean, that sounds harsh. But the thing is, I watch old episodes of Owen and Christina and I'm like, oh, I, I like really didn't mind. Him. Like I enjoyed them together. I know he took a turn. I don't know when it was. Any other time. I literally, if if it flashed back to them one more time in Germany looking out a fake snowy window, <laughs> I was like <laughs> getting really upset because I felt like I was so invested in the other two storylines yeah. that that was just like throw every time it went to them. But I, I like, did Ugh. like when she turned on him, when he she realized oh, that you slept with Amelia yesterday and well, she told you to come here. Before mm-hmm. that, they even had that conversation. I was like, that scumbag was sleeping with Amelia right before he came here. And are they not even going to talk about that? Like, is he just going to... Like get away with that and not not even be th- a thing. So I enjoyed that too, but yeah, I I mean, it's so hard for me because of my love for Derek Shepard. But I, know, I do love so the nice. chemistry she had with him, and I loved that she told Alex like she hasn't felt that way since Derek. Like that was yeah. a special. Yeah, I could have watched. It could have been a whole episode of the two of them flirting. Do you guys know? And this is I'm sorry if this is a out of left field. Do you guys know the before movies before sunrise? Before Sunday. Wait, I watched one of those. Ethan Hawke and yeah. Julie Delpy. And the first one is they meet in, I want to say, Venice. Yeah. And they, because uh, he misses a train or something, and that's how they meet. Or they meet on a train. And they just get off the train together and they walk around all night long. That's the movie, is those two chit chatting. Yeah. It reminded me of that. Her and Scott Speedman in the in the hospital bed reminded me of that. Just two people getting to know each other, just talking, and yeah. yet it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And then the April thing. I, it's oh. so weird because they almost took me to my breaking point of being so over April. I was like, she's annoying me so much right now. And going I'm through scared, her spiral. I'm scared they're going to kill her. Yeah. I, I for sure think they're going to kill her. But um, I say that with confidence as if I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm a writer so. on great. I don't think so. I think, really? I think she goes back to the military. I think she goes back uh, where she's more comfortable. You know, one it's Arizona or April is going to die. You, they can't know. just leave us yeah. happy in limbo. <laughs> I guess I'm optimistic that they won't. And they I can know. come back someday. My only thing with the April storyline is that she has a baby. So I can't see true. them having her leave the baby. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, that's true. Without just. But like when she was reaming Bailey, the chief of staff. For giving this guy antibiotics, yeah. I was uncomfortable with that. Me, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. She was like spiraling, and I didn't. I was like watching someone you know, like be out of control, and there's nothing anyone could do. So I felt like that that relationship or those conversations she had with the rabbi it was just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like it was this, it was like a powerful moment watching that storyline come to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy they brought that around because I was starting to panic. I know. But I hope that the whole next episode is just Meredith and <laughs> And at the end, when they flash back to her when she first met Derek at the bar, that, well, that was, it was like a it was split just a second. Half a second. That was so cool. I, I didn't get it. Like my, <laughs> Tanya goes, my um, like connection just went out. What happened? Yeah. I was like, I just saw an old photo of me, old she video. She just like turns her head. Yeah. It was almost like she was having that moment again of meeting him for the first time. Oh, like she her new Derek. love. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, it took me a minute. I was like, mm. 
Um, wait, I so you went to Disneyland. I did. Oh, wait, oh. no, sorry. Should we do HelloFresh? Yeah. 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 Even as exciting as Disneyland is HelloFresh. Yes. Um, HelloFresh, as we have talked about, it is a meal kit delivery service. They shop for you, they plan it out for you, and they deliver it to you step with step-by-step recipes. And it's all pre-measured ingredients, so you just have to cook. Mm. Yeah. And eat. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoy. Cook and eat. Yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have three plants to choose from. So they have the classic, they have the veggie, and then they have the family. So each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms, which I'm a big fan of because I, shop, I usually shop at the farmer's market, so I love that they get these from their local farmers, and high-rated and trusted sources. Um, so the the part about it I think that makes it so enjoyable is that it makes dinners fuss-free. There's options for picky eaters. It's kid-tested, and they have a family-approved recipes. Yeah, and the best part is it takes 20 minutes to make it. There's so many best parts. Yeah. Well, the thing is, 20 minutes, that's give or take a few. Someone like me might take around 30 Someone like me would probably could do it in fifteen. Wow! That's the beauty of this is it's it's so easy that that even even like I think you could do it in twenty, Becca. I do. Really? I do too. Maybe because they pre-measure the ingredients. Yes. So you literally just have to put it together. I know, but I'm like a shaky cook, you know. And what's the best part? The eating it, the cooking it is fun. The worst part, cleaning it up. But with HelloFresh, the cleanup is simple. Why is that? There's no extra waste. They know exactly what oh, it's supposed to be, right, and then right, it's just right. boop in the garbage. Yes, you don't have to like put stuff in the Ziploc bag. Yeah, there's stuff no in leftovers. Yeah. yeah, and that my sisters, anytime we get food and there's leftovers, it sits in. The, they're like, we're gonna eat it, and it sits in the fridge for like two weeks before mm-hmm. I finally have to take it out. Gross. Shout out to my girls. One pot recipes. One yeah. pot. Clean it. Done. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So get out of the recipe rut. We all get stuck in it. Start cooking outside of your comfort zone. Um, discover new delicious recipes in each week's box. My mom was like, we try so, my mom used to have like her three meals she cooked on a regular basis. And now they use HelloFresh every week. And she's like, there's things that I cook that I would have never even guessed and we love it. So it's really actually funny seeing it firsthand from like knowing the meals that I grew up with and that it's all changing. Um, and for $30 off your first week at HelloFresh, you can visit HelloFresh.com and enter our code BeccaT30. That's HelloFresh.com. And the code is BeccaT30 for $30 off your first week. Are you ready? I don't know how we're Yeah, I know. Just, just go. Just go. <laughs> That's HelloFresh.com. Promo code BeccaT30. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I feel like we nailed that one. I was feeling so anxious reading it. Yeah. I was like, how are you going to do this? It's, I had a plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Facebook group continues to bring joy to all of our lives. Saying, yeah. So, well, speaking of the promo code, did you see that little girl saying? Oh, it's yes. like, yeah. So cute. So, so cute. cute. And then every time I go on here, there's another 50 people who want to be in it. We're up to over 6,100 people are on this on this thing now. And it's really, it's cool because what I do is when I get a list of 50 people who want to be in the group, I scroll and I look at all the cities because oh, they're from all cool. over the world. And it just, it warms my heart. Yeah. I it's really a neat that. thing. And one of the cool things that was on there this week was Emily, who ran into Ellen Pompeo, Meredith Gray at a coffee shop. Yes. Ooh. A Starbucks. So put that in your brain. Like, what do you do in that situation? Like, you had a run. I was going to say, we know how I handle it. Let's get her on here. Here's Emily. Oops, sorry. That's the wrong button. (laughs) Here's Emily. Emily, are you there? 
Yes, hi. Hi, it's Becca, Tanya, Mark, and Easton. Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, we, you know, I feel like your post on the Facebook group was the the hit of the well, of the, the whole time really. People were so excited. Yeah. I was so shocked how many people were responding to it, but it was so exciting. I mean, you met the queen. <laughs> I met the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you explain, like, you, can you explain just the whole, everything that happened from you walking in the door? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, so, my mom and I uh, were went on a walk in the morning to Starbucks, and we went in, like, really early, like, 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning, so we were in Starbucks by ourselves, like no one else was in the store. It was just me and my mom. And uh, my dad had gotten there and was outside. So I grabbed the drinks and went to walk out of the store. And as I'm walking out of the store, Ellen Pompeo was walking in. And I, like, stop in my truck, turn around to look at my mom. And my mom's just standing there, and she's like, yep, shaking her head. Like, she knew exactly in my mind that who it was. So I'm, like, shaking. I walk outside. I'm, like, freaking out to my dad. I'm like, to tell him, Pompeo, what do I do? He's like, go in there. There's no one else in the store. Like, be calm. So I'm like, okay. So I go in, and my mom's standing there, and I'm like, Mom, you have to do it. We have to do it. We're the only ones here. Like, this is our time. Like, we have to. We can't let this moment pass. So she's like, okay, I'll do it. Like, what do I say? And I'm like, you, you're much better at this than I am. So she's like, okay, I'll play it. Super cool. So she's like, hi, we just wanted to let you know we're, like, huge fans. We've been watching since the beginning. Like, we just wanted to let you know how great we think you are. And we just, and she was like, she like stopped and she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And she's like, oh, let me just order really fast. So we're like, okay. So we're standing there like, okay, at least we said hi to her. Like, <laughs> what, what will we do next? And then she like came over to our table and was wow. like, hi, like that was such a nice thing to hear from you guys. We love hearing that people have been watching since the beginning. And she like started talking to my mom. She was like, yeah, we got new writers for this season, so we're hoping to lighten things up and all this stuff. Oh, wow. And she's, like, very friendly, like, shockingly friendly. And then she, like, her drink is called, so she, like, she's, like, thanks so much for saying hi, and she, like, gives us a hug, and I'm, like, shaking, like, <laughs> actually shaking and freaking out. My mom's, like, I think I blacked out. She's, like, mom, we have to get a picture. Like, no one's going to believe this actually happened. She's, like, okay, let's do it. So my mom was like, I know, like, you, it's early in the morning, and you probably don't want a picture, but, like, we promise we won't post it, and, like, <laughs> we can just get a picture for us to have, and she was like, oh, no, like, totally fine, like, it's okay, um, she's like, we'll get a picture, she's like, normally it's, like, screaming 13-year-old fans, like, running after me, so this is a lot more, like, personable, and I was like, okay, like, so we took this selfie, and she, like, was like, it was so great meeting you, and, like, walked outside, and. Of course, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, Mom, it's like she's wearing scrubs. Like, her outfit even looks like she looks in the show. It was, like, so pathetic. And then she, like, walked outside, and we followed her because my dad was sitting outside. And she's, like, talking to my dad about because her husband was there. And he drove off, like, because he was certainly in the parking lot. She couldn't find him. So then my, she's talking to my dad, like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And my mom's like, do you want us to give you a ride? We'll give you a ride. You can eat one. And then, she like, her husband came up and... <laughs> That was the moment that I, uh, wow. for the next, like, two hours of my life, I was like, I cannot believe that happened. So, so wait, so when then, was this? How long ago? Uh, about, like, a month or so ago. Hmm. My, well, my grandma had surgery. It was, we were, my reason we were at Starbucks was my grandpa was in surgery and then waiting for him, but it was, like, about three or four weeks ago. Wow. So, wow. Maybe, 
maybe this new like contract, this new deal, like has her in like a different oh like mindset. You know, she's like, I need to like, exactly. you know, like she's public relations for the entire like it's her show. Yeah, she owns but, the show. Yeah. But I also feel like the way that y'all approached her, and because there was no one else to like kind of cause maybe a, a crowd or a ruckus, there was. She was like calm and cool. And the about mom it. helps, I think, too. It yeah. keeps it a safe yeah. situation. I think, I think for sure my mom helps because she's like the same age, so they can like relate and talk. Like me, I probably would have fangirled so hard, I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, I love you." <laughs> yeah. My mom played it cool, but it was it was seriously so cool. And I definitely think that it being so early in the morning and no one being around definitely played in our advantage because it wasn't like one person started and then she felt like she had to take a picture with everyone. Right, right. So, like, I mean, on the airplane for you, once you started, maybe everyone would have started. So did but, knowing that story make you hesitant to approach, knowing Becca tried to approach and her husband kind of said, don't, don't do it right now? Not a yes, good time. I told my mom this story because <laughs> my mom, like, I tell him, like, oh, yeah, these are my friends. I haven't met them, but they're, like, my friends. <laughs> she was on the airplane with them. And... My mom was like, well, maybe it's just a different scenario. She's like, I still think we should try. So I'm like, I'm glad my mom was there. I'll say probably, I don't know what I would have done. I would have at least tried, but. I mean, you know, you know what this story teaches us? Moms make everything better. (laughs) Yes. They really do. And that. One man's pie might be another man's pleasure. What does that mean? <laughs> like another good quote from you, <laughs> One man's but pie is another man's Isn't pleasure. Pie pleasure? Don't no, but like, 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 your experience with Ellen was so different from Emily's experience with Ellen. So that hasn't your Becca's quote was though. Pie? Was mine pleasure? Yes, or pie? this was pie, and Emily Pie's had the delicious. pleasure. Why Nobody you... likes pie. This is the this is her weirdest one yet. Everyone likes pie. It's a little far-fetched, but I like pie, so. I like pie, too. Emily likes pie. I like pie. Everyone likes pie. Nobody likes pie. There's a hundred different types of pie. There's one you would like. Okay, move on from that. Move on. So what you're saying is in different scenarios, people can have different experiences in different situations. We all deal with different situations all the time. We're like, oh, this happened to my girlfriend. This is going to happen to you. But it's like, look, like everything happens differently for different people. Right, and people have good and bad days and good and bad moods and good and bad situations. And there's some days people are like wanting to talk and be friendly and there's days where they're like wanting to keep their head down. Yeah. This is true, Ellen. Yeah, especially. I think. Yeah, especially for like her when I'm sure everywhere she goes, she gets asked for a picture. Right. So, it's probably easy when there was no one else around to ask her for a picture. It was easier for her to say yes, knowing it's not going to, like, ripple effect for everyone around. I kind of feel like we've met Ellen Pompeo because you're talking to us about it. Yeah, me too. Like, I feel <laughs> like I got to experience it. Here's the thing, though. Also, I think with your mom, too, I think that, that y'all had a conversation with her first and gave her, like, a nice compliment and didn't just say, like, can I get a photo? Was probably right. really nice, That's too. True. Yes, that's very true. I mean, I, my mom also told her we wouldn't post it, and then I posted it in the Facebook group. Yeah, now whatever. we're talking guys, about it. <laughs> you guys are a safe place. Yeah, it's a safe place yeah. in there. Um, okay, thank you so much for telling that. We are. Yeah. We, it was even better than I expected. <laughs> thank you for calling. I love you guys in the podcast. Okay, we love, we love you. you. Have a good Bye. day. Bye. You Bye-bye. That would be a good. We should post that on the Facebook group. What celebrities have you met, and how did it go? Like that, those would be good stories. Yeah, I, I love yeah. stories like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, it, that whole thing reminds me of 
one time my friend had an experience with um, Jennifer Gardner and was like, she was so rude to me. And everyone else I've talked to is like, she's the nicest person ever. So it's like, I think at that point I realized, you know, people just have on and off days. Totally. And I don't even know if Ellen was having an off day on the plane. I just never even talked to her. Right. <laughs> never right. got that far. But we got the vibe from the husband. Got the vibe. Yeah. Like even a pot pie you might like, like a meat pie or <laughs> yeah, a Yeah, Tanya. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't want to harp on it too much, but that made no sense. What is the saying? I don't know because I've never heard anything. One man's pie is another One man's, man's pain, pain is, is another, another man's, man's pleasure. pleasure. I think that might be a phrase. <laughs> and she thought it was pie. <laughs> yeah, She's like, yeah, no one likes One pie. man's no pain is like- another man's pleasure. Oh, shoot. I can just... You don't like chocolate cream pie? No. Yeah. What about what's strawberry pie when cream? you can have like ice cream or cake or candy? Okay, but those are all good and so is pie. Like, no, you can't ha- you pie don't is have like to choose. the like... <laughs> like, you know, apple pie, cherry yeah, pie. Do it. Whatever you're going to say. Pie is like the what? The Owen of desserts? It's like the <laughs> Owen of desserts. <laughs> yeah. You hit the nail yeah. on the head with that one. Tanya gets mad at me because we have the same week of birthday. And so when that week ro- rolls around, They'll get a cake, and I don't. I don't want cake. I want pie. Yeah, Mark always wants at pie at the office. I'm like, I prefer like, it over cake. Mark deserves to have pie. Thank you. Don't as I much as you to deserve cake. to have cake. But the majority of people want the cake, not his so. Maybe weird you cherry should pie. bring him a pie for his birthday. That's, I have done that. She has brought me oh, okay. a cherry tart, like a That's mini pie. A, oh. I mean, it's close enough. I thought <laughs> I gave like her a credit for that. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> um, before we get to Bio Clarity, I want to do a book club on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Because I read a lot of books, and I feel like the books I read are books that our audience would enjoy. Okay, sure. yeah, I don't read a lot, so yeah. I would like to have something that I like could I keep just up finished, with people. And I'll post it on there. I just finished Little Fires Everywhere by uh-huh. Celeste Ng, and now it's going to be a Reese Witherspoon miniseries. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to post that on there. And I think maybe once a month, at the beginning of the month, I'll post a book on there. Yeah. I think everyone I would love enjoy. that idea. Yeah. All right. Thank Look you. That mark. Yeah. Love it. Um, we have talked about BioClarity a lot on the podcast, but I have noticed more people that I like follow on Instagram or people that um just I see in general on social media are using it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it is an all natural, um, vegan, gluten free, basically clean product. Yeah. And it's um, easy on your skin. I think a lot of products can be really like I have really sensitive skin. So a lot, I can't use a lot of products because my skin will just go berserk. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. If I use anything with too many chemicals, it freaks out. Yeah. Oh, what is it? It's delivered straight to you. Which you know, I could say it over and over again. You know, I love that. Yeah. Um, It's an easy to use three-step skincare ritual and it's a like i said before it's 100 percent vegan it's gluten-free it's cruelty-free um they have the cleanser they have the treatment they have the restore gel and then they have a um, hydrate moisturizer yeah um bioclarity is also packed with clarifying botanicals and new Foralux, um it which is naturally derived from chlorophyll which is the green stuff that plants need to yes. live mm-hmm um, and it's proven to soothe away blemishes. So it's really good on your skin. If you have any redness or any irritated areas, it calms it down. Yeah. Um, they also offer a skin smoothie with Hydrate, which is the moisturizer I was talking about. It's a lightweight, breathable moisturizer designed for even super sensitive skin. Um, and you can use it. You can use the Hydrate alone or with the whole system. Right. Like at the end. 
Yeah. After the three-step process. Right. I've seen a lot of people on the Facebook group saying they've used BioClarity and how much they love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel fan like we're favorite. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. Um, to start a healthy habit, get glowing, clear skin, go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. Mm. That's a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you have to enter my code BECCA. I love a risk-free money-back guarantee. <laughs> you love that as much as I love a to delivery. To the door, yeah. yeah. Um, that's BioClarity.com and enter my code BECCA. Becca. Okay, we're just going to go through some of the like quick quick topics on Facebook that we have seen. First of all, Tani and I haven't quite figured out how to master the Facebook situation because like if I look at one like post and then I try to go back and find it, I can't find it. Anymore. I can't yeah. either. Oh, that, that makes me feel better. It's some yeah. sort of you know it's that algorithm. But yeah, I have a terrible time with that. But where does it go? When I look in my feed, they pop up in a certain order, and when I look at the straight. Uh, Facebook group feed it's a totally different me order. too yeah like you were talking about this girl that I met at Disneyland she's mm-hmm. like and I was like how did you know that and you're like she posted the photo in the Facebook group and I'm like how do I find that I can't I haven't seen it it was so sweet she was so excited that she ran into you and could care less that you had Sophia Carson <laughs> I was telling Mark it was like just flocks of people all day for Sophia and this one girl came come, come, came up to me and was like Toya I know it's a podcast I was like what the heck <laughs> Her name is Aya Aguilar. Yeah, she was so sweet. So cute. Oh, we have to give a shout out to Constance. Oh, yeah. Wait, at the James Bay uh, concert, uh, Constance comes up to us and she taps us on the shoulder and she's like crying. Crying. But she's like, I'm really drunk. That's why I'm crying. <laughs> but she was like, I love y'all so much. It was the sweetest. Sweetest. She was like, I love Mark. I love Easton. Yeah. She was like, I love the podcast. Yeah, she's like, I'm the Becca. My best friend's the Tanya. She wakes up at 5 a.m. and does yoga. She was like, I love my bed in McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah. So shout out to Constance. Yeah. It was really good meeting you. So nice to meet you. Um, Okay, so Kayla from our Facebook group wants to know if guys like being asked out. She has a crush on a guy at the gym. Yeah, and she was like, should I just go up and ask him out? And the answer is yes, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, not so much. Tanya's groaning. Yeah, I I don't know. I say drop the handkerchief. All right, let me just say from a guy's point of view, guys do love being asked out. It's a huge ego boost for them. And guys right. are so ego-driven, it's like going to make their day. If they're not interested, they'll say they have a girlfriend or something. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like you have anything to lose. It's 2018. Just grab it. If you want it, if you want it, go get it. So I say go up to him and introduce yourself and ask him out. Hmm. Tanya? I say drop the handkerchief. Let him know that you're interested somehow. And let him ask you out. Yeah. I say go up and introduce yourself, have a conversation, see, see if you can feel out the vibes, mm-hmm. and then make the move after that. Yeah. So you're both against asking a guy out, because this is interesting. Yeah. Because we got some a lot of conversation on the Facebook, which I know we addressed about the last name thing, because you guys both also took a more traditional view of taking a guy's last name. Mm-hmm. So now you're taking a more traditional view of being asked out. You don't think it's appropriate to ask a guy out. I'm not saying don't make the first move. I'm all about making the first move. Hello. Hello. DM Dan. DM Dan. Yeah, like, but I happen. think, I all think about her it. going up to him and approaching him is making the first move. Yeah. And I think he should be the one that makes Take the second move. Well, yeah. why? why can't she say, I would love to get coffee sometime. Would you, uh, would you be interested in that? It's just kind of like, I have always had this mentality or this, what I, what I, what I want is to be pursued. Yeah. So this is maybe just a personal thing. Totally. If a girl doesn't have that desire of like wanting to be pursued and she likes the being in control, then I say go a- ask him out. Personally, I wouldn't because I like 
to be pursued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, so then do they get coffee? Like, does she pay for the coffee? Like, she's just going to, you know what I mean? It's going to be so awkward the whole time. Like, yeah. she's like, is he taking me out? Does he really want to be here? Yeah, does I think he want to like, be here? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what guys have to do with every time. I know, but I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's why I think, I almost think if she shows interest first, then it should make it easier if he's interested to ask her out because yeah. she already made the move to approach. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, what about Katie? She kissed a guy. It was terrible. And she's wondering, oh, I should I this bother one. continuing with this at all? What? He just kind of inhaled her bottom <laughs> lip or something? <laughs> I don't know. I felt you know what? Bad. Maybe he didn't inhale it. Maybe he just was like suckling it. Okay. <laughs> that did not Which make it Which could be better. nice. It could be nice. Oh, yeah, Mark's literally in the same, ah, suckling. Did not the like bottom that. lip? It could be nice. Weirdly. I could see this poor guy was probably one trying. One person's pie is another person's pie. <laughs> yeah, pleasure, one person's so pie is another person's Some pleasure. love yeah. lip suckling. Oh, I don't want to <laughs> ever talk about lip suckling ever again. She said that at first he was barely moving his mouth at all, and then he inhaled her bottom lip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. I say keep him, Katie. <laughs> I do. Wait, you don't think so? No. I think if you like everything else and enjoy his company and everything, the kissing can get better. Yeah, she could teach him. I think that's what people are in the comments were basically saying, was my husband and I with a terrible first kiss. Yeah. And it worked out great. And yes, guys, I think it's sweet because he clearly doesn't have a lot of experience kissing. Right? Is that kind of sweet? Is that kind of endearing that... It's or all kind of new he, to him. Or does he? Maybe he dated someone that enjoyed the suckling. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to do this next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I say if you like everything else, don't let that be a deal breaker, especially on the first date. If after like, <laughs> what, three or four times, like how long do you give that though? I think you could have a conversation about it at some point. No, you teach him with your mouth. You don't yeah, teach him with true. your words. You can't be like, you're a terrible kisser. Let me teach you no, how. You, you just like, show him with here, your tongue. Let me show you something. You could just say that. And yeah. Then, here's the actual quote from Katie Morgan. Thank you, Katie. We were watching Netflix, and all of a sudden, he just kissed me. But he didn't really move his lips. It was like he was trying to make out with me, but with no movement, if that makes sense. <laughs> until, he put his, until he put my whole bottom lip in his mouth, and his hands were all over the place. <laughs> Not great. It sounds like he just was out of control a little bit. <laughs> I don't hate it. Okay. You don't hate what? <laughs> I don't hate this guy. I think she can keep. I think you can work with it. Well, me too. But like, I don't think that kiss sounds like a good kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound bad to me. <laughs> I like mysterious hands going places. <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Like I'm picturing them just like. <laughs> Flailing about. I'm picturing him like grabbing her hair, yeah. then like moving him somewhere else, like, but yeah. not like soft and like sexy, but more just like spastic. <laughs> you would like someone who is a yeah. spastic. Kisser. None of this is a deal breaker for Tanya. No. Yeah. No. She also dated a guy with halitosis. Yeah. Let's not forget. Yeah, true. Dark times. Bars low. <laughs> dark times. Those Bars are dark low. Times. I also really like Lauren. She wasn't an advice, but she posted that she matched a guy in Bumble. And then they finally got to the point where they exchanged phone numbers. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. And then she saw that they'd already had a text conversation <laughs> I mean, because they so had good. already gone out. <laughs> that's so good. Very memorable, clearly. Very but me- a really but good story. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Really good story if they end up like being together. Wow. I think they both said, though, let's not bother. 
kind of, but oh. I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I matched, I matched with a guy on Bumble, and he looked so familiar, and then I realized we had gone out, but I, I literally had to ask him. I, I was like, I feel so dumb, but I can't remember how we met or like when we went out. I've I've done the same thing, but I've seen people like in real life, and I'm like, I know I've met you, and like, it'll hit me afterwards that I met seen them on like a dating app. I'd never met them. No, before. but I, like, I, I actually so I went out on a date with this guy and didn't remember. That's bad. Yeah, I know it was so unlike me. I'm like, wow, I, that made me feel like such a player. I went on like four Tinder dates before I went on The Bachelor, and I think he was one of them. Wow. Yeah. But that's the problem. So many of these dates are one and done. Yeah. And there's such a small pool of guys that you're interested in. Oh. Suddenly you start back at the beginning again. Oh, that's so, so depressing. Um, you know what's great, though, is thread up, and then we'll get to the emails. Because oh, yeah. uh, I'm worried about Ben and Ashley kicking us out of the studio pretty soon. So let's oh. do thread up. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not on their time frame. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, um, if you have a chance, head over to the uh, Almost Famous podcast and give it a listen after you listen to ours. It is a good show. It's a good show. If you love The Bachelor, you will love that podcast. Yeah. Um, ThreadUp is amazing. It is the world's largest online thrift store. It has over 35,000 brands at up to 90% off the retail price. Yeah. So it's like free people dresses for $10, J. Crew jeans for $12, and a Kate Spade handbag for $30. You know what those like? You like can buy those for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's you can ninety percent right there. Yeah, ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, I have a really hard time going to um, discount stores and sifting through the racks of clothes. Yeah, I'm bad at going to any store really and sifting through racks of clothes. Same. Um, but that's why ThreadUp makes it so easy to find the brands that you love. And it has unbeatable prices. So you can go on specifically say if you're looking for designer clothes or what price range you're looking for. And it pulls up everything in the size, the color, the style. Yeah. And the other thing that they do that I really like is it goes through every uh, item on the site goes through a 12 point quality inspection process. So it's not like you're, you know what I mean? Like you're getting something that hasn't been like looked at or like thoroughly inspected by the nice people at ThreadUp. Right. So it just basically ensures that the items are in like new condition. Yeah. And a lot of the brands even have tags on them. So they haven't even been worn. Right. Um, and ThreadUp offers free shipping on qualified orders and super, super easy returns. Mm-hmm. And right now, ThreadUp is offering our listeners an extra 30% off their first order. So go to threadup.com slash Becca. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Becca for an extra 30% off today. And what's that discount code? Becca! Sophia sends us an email. She says, first, let me tell y'all how much I love the podcast. You guys are amazing. I love all the advice you guys have to offer. Becca and Tanya, I wish I had your confidence about going out into the dating world and on first dates. I'm 20 years old in college. I've never had a boyfriend at this point. I'm scared to even go on dates because of how inexperienced I am in the dating world. Seriously, I've never even gone on a date before. I need advice. How do I date? I'm so scared of awkward date talking and totally freaked that any guy is going to think I'm weird and awkward. Thanks for reading, guys. I really do love the podcast, Sophia. Mm. Well, Sophia, I did not have... I would say I had relationships where I was super into a guy and we had something similar to a relationship, but it wasn't an official title of being in a relationship until Robert. Yeah. And how old were you at Robert? 27. Oh. But you'd been on dates before, right? 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, don't let that, never having had a boyfriend at right. this point, don't let that, like, be a reason why you are scared to try or go out on a date. And I also think, like, people put a lot of pressure on, like, the word date. Like, I'm sure, Sophia, that you interact with humans on a regular basis. <laughs> like, yeah. that's essentially what a date yes, is. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're yeah. interacting with another human over a meal, you know? So it's, like, kind of, like, take the label off of it. You do it every day. So it kind of takes the pressure off. And that's if a you good just, idea. Point. Yeah, that's a great point. And just don't put any expectation into it. Like, I go into every single date with this saying my sister told me. She said, um, and I think I've said it before, but it's uh, be open to the possibility but not attached to the outcome. So you're open to the possibility of liking this this person that you're going out with, but you're not attached to them, like, becoming your boyfriend or becoming your husband or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like just being open but not being not having expectations. And I think you'll do great. Yeah, but I think, I mean, and I will say... Going on dates or, like, how learning how to date as far as how to meet someone, you have to be in situations where there's people of the opposite sex or mm-hmm. people that you would be interested in, maybe that have the same um, interest as you. If you're, you know, religious in a Bible study group or in a church setting or if you like going out, oh, you can't go to bars because you're 21. I mean, oh, you're not yeah, 21. she's 20. Another a good way is maybe to tell your friends. Like, I'd really love to be set up. Like, people really like to set up their friends. So I'd say, like, do you have anybody that I could you could set me up on a date with? I think people will really, like, jump on that. And even, I mean, I know that we talk a lot about dating apps, but that is kind of the way people are doing it now. And maybe doing it on a dating app where you're not super familiar with who's on there and they're mm-hmm. ultimately strangers just mm-hmm. let someone know where you are at all times yeah um but i think that's just you go on dates and even if it's like tanya said even if you're not like i'm gonna marry this person it's an experience and meeting someone new mm-hmm. and we're all weird and awkward <laughs> everybody is totally so oh, especially like on are. dates i i yeah. actually i get like i struggle with just not putting expectations on it and I struggle with trying to just act like it's a normal conversation. Yeah. I struggle with like reeling it in. Because you know me. <laughs> I'm just like a level 100. And I, th- I always try and like reel it back a little bit. I'm like just picturing you on a date being like, you know, like one man's pie is another man's <laughs> pleasure. And he's just like staring at Check, you. Check, like, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what she's talking about. Uh, Caitlin is 23. The last guy I dated cheated on me and had a baby with another girl and ended up marrying her. So my heart's been guarded ever since. So now she's dating a new guy. She, she's He's an hour away, but she's done a lot of long distance, so that's not a big deal. Lately, she feels like he's backing off a little and not as engaged as he once was. He, he I'm now quoting her. He also calls me his girlfriend, but we haven't talked about defining our relationship yet, so do I just go with it, or do you think we should have a conversation? I'm fine with and want to be exclusive, but I don't know where his head is. Also, I'm totally out of the dating game, so I'm unsure how to approach this. I can feel myself getting sad that he seems more distant lately, so I think there could be potential here. But I'm terrible about putting myself out there. I'm scared to bring it up because I don't want him to see me as pushy or anything. I'm noticing a lack of effort I was giving compared to him, but I don't want it to be too late. I love y'all and your podcast. P.S. I made a vision board this year because of you two, and this podcast and y'all are right up near the center of it. Thanks for inspiring me. In so many ways. So anyway, she met this new guy, and now he's starting to get more distance, and she feel like it's her doing because she's not giving as much as she should be. But he calls her his girlfriend. By the way, that's where his head is at. That's what I was going to say. If there was any doubt, he would not be calling you his girlfriend. No conversation necessary. Guys don't throw that out willy-nilly. Guys throw that out because they mean it, and they're interested, and they want you to be that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that says a lot right there. But I... 
I think I see that she said, I relate to you a lot, Becca, because I'm very emotionally unavailable. And if you're into someone and you really want this to work, you kind of have to, I mean, I'm learning, but you have to let those walls down. Like no one, someone's only going to try so hard before they realize they're not getting anywhere and then they're going to become more distant. I think that's what I learned. Mm. For sure. Yeah. I mean, no one wants someone who doesn't show them that they're wanted too. Um, I think it might be time for a grand gesture. Like she does a grand gesture. He's an hour away, but I think maybe she shows up, surprises him or something. I don't know the level of intimacy these two are at, but yeah. maybe she surprises him by wearing something or some sort of a, uh, a yeah. gift for him yeah. that will make him realize that, okay, she's really into this because it's out of character mm-hmm. for you. And he'll realize that's out of character for you, and it'll mean that much more. Yeah, or yeah. something, you don't have to go the sexy route, and you can do something sentimental. Like, if you mentioned, like, his favorite, like, he loves a sub from whatever, and you go bring him his favorite sub with, like, a nice note, and you're like, just wanted to bring you lunch today. Something I mean, yeah, like I think just something that shows that you're putting in effort, I think that's going to say, or mean a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I think if, yeah, I agree with Mark, if he's, Calling you his girlfriend. No conversation needed on that part. Don't bother with that. Yeah. And don't worry about that. He's in. Yeah. So let him know that you're in. Yeah. All right. I think we have time for one more here. Kristen. Um, so there's a, a guy she's into. They randomly bump into each other walking their dogs. We introduced each other a while back. But then, of course, she forgot his name and just remembered his dog's name. Well, finally, she got around to saying, hi. She actually <laughs> used our Facebook group to figure out how to get his name. But finally, she goes, hey, Rufus, to the dog. And you are. And so now she knows his name again. Anyway. <laughs> They bump into each other all the time, even at 10 at night when she's in PJs and a side pony, which, by the way, that's underrated. You girls think you look like like crap? We don't. We think that's adorable. Um, this morning, we had another casual bump in, and he asked me to meet him later at the dog park together. At the end, he asked for my phone number, but we didn't plan another time to hang. I'm writing because I was looking for suggestions to ask him to hang out again. My friend said I should buy tickets to a local soccer game and tell him I have an extra ticket. What do you guys think? By the way, he works at a hospital as an RN. (laughs) Best part. I think your friend has great advice. I think that's so fun and like casual. I think it's great if he's given you indication that that's something he would enjoy. Soccer. But I feel like, I, well, I mean, I don't like baseball, but I love to go to a baseball game and eat. Like, I like the... Yeah, right. The vibe. The yeah. It's and almost I, like yeah. a concert or something, Yeah, you know? And I do like sporting events. I know Tanya disagrees with me, but I like sporting events as first dates because you don't have to talk, but you can talk. Yeah. Movies, you can't talk. Dinner, yeah. you have to talk. Sporting event, it's up to you. There's no awkwardness. You That's can watch the game. Too. You can talk back and forth, whatever. Tanya's making faces. Because Tanya, I, no, you liked the football game. You said, this is so cute. It's so cute. You to go with not. your friends on a first date. Are you kidding? If I went to a first so date Tim on Tim Tebow's like, hey, I want to go to the Lakers game. In a month. Let's maybe get dinner and get to know each other a little bit. You're turning, oh, you don't, if you're turning Tim Tebow down on that, then you don't, well, look, you don't I'm stand not, a chance I'm also here. not, I'm also not saying like, if I get asked out on a first date to do something like that, I would never, I probably wouldn't poo-poo it. I just wouldn't be my first choice. So you would go out, if the, if you liked the guy, you'd go out, even if it was miniature golf, which I know you're not a fan of. Yeah. Yeah, I would. If I was you into the like guy. mini golf? Not on a first date. That's I want to like get to know somebody. Golf. I love mini golf. That's my go-to first date. Movie. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Really? It's so cute. It's like fun. It's cute. You can talk. It's quiet. I think that was my second date with Amy was mini golf. It was great. Mini golf is better than like going to a sporting event though. If I, someone asked me to go to a baseball game on a first date, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> okay. Don't knock it till you try it. The only negative to a ball game is it's three hours. 
And if you're not, if, if you don't want to have time. a like an out, like oof. But I, I like the soccer game. I like whatever you can come up with. I think he'll be into it, uh, Kristen. Mm-hmm. I, we say go for it, right? Yeah, because he asked her to meet him later at the dog park. He's, in, He's interested. In. Yep. Yeah. I was I was th- trying to think of something that they could bring their dogs together since they have that in common. But oh, cute. Yeah. Or like, um. And she's like, oh, my dog, we just gave her, I just got out of this new treat, and I got one for Rufus, too. That's, That's not cute. a first date. Though. Well, no. But- it's, cute, it's cute, but yeah. it's not, it yeah. doesn't lead to more. It doesn't do anything for her. All right. Before we wrap, Allie just wanted to point out Chase McNary's Snapchat. Oh, yeah. A lot this of is the power this. that you guys have. Chase McNary, who was on The Bachelor, he said on his Snapchat, public service announcement. I don't have any dating apps. If you're talking to someone pretending to be me, tell them to piss off. Clearly, our listeners on Moss are going after these people and saying, am I, am I talking to you on a dating app or am I being so catfished? funny to me. It's so funny. <laughs> and I, you know, I noticed a lot of people got a little more serious about it on the Facebook group. Like, you know, this is not right. right like you're right. starting it off on a lie. It's it's supposed to be lighthearted. Like, totally. Like all these bachelor people and all these professional athletes love, are like, what's happening? I just it's love so that funny. Chase, like our listeners are like, Chase McNary. Totally, totally. <laughs> and he got so many that he felt the need to announce <laughs> yeah. that. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Hashtag hope he's not listening. <laughs> um, yeah, that is so funny. I feel like I've seen, so- oh, someone did it to my brother. And he goes, good try, Becca and Tanya. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. good. I know. We need to come up with more of these. I, I know. know. Yeah. yeah, we got to try some more. I like it. Um, okay, unfortunately, we have to wrap. No. I know. Uh, but we still have so much to talk about. I know. It felt like time really flew by today. <laughs> what do you have to talk about? So much. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. Well, um, we have next week. We maybe... I know a lot of people want to podcast a week. It's something to consider. I mean, I'm in. Do we shorten them or do we keep them the same length? I don't know. That's something we'll have to discuss the logistics like of. Like two 40-minute episodes instead of one one thirty. Well, this one's an hour on the nose. Oh. Yeah, and people were upset last week because it was 59 minutes. <laughs> they were like, hey, we waited an extra day and we got chipped on time. All right, so, well, we'll talk about it. Maybe. Okay. I mean, even if we just call Becca. And, Should we have a post-show like, meeting? drive all the way here. Yes, let's have a post-show meeting and discuss we'll a, a possibility meeting. of a second podcast a week. Okay, Even just so. to check in, eat, clear the inbox, something like that. Clear the inbox. That's kind of <laughs> good. That's cute. I like yeah. that. I actually just did that. Uh, I, I did the Steve Harvey show, mm-hmm. and I got him oh, to do the uh, go through his DMs. Yeah. I felt really proud about that. That was good. You are great on there, by the he way. He was like, yeah, you are a star. Thank you. Yeah. He was like, we have a new segment. I'm going to go through my DMs. <laughs> great. You said your feed is gonna be your feed must be so lit. <laughs> it's so sad that it like actually like I got excited about the possibility of reading his DMs. Yeah. Well, why don't we go weird. through your DMs? <gasps> Either mine? one of you. Both of you. Oh. Mine are not interesting. No. Mine no. really I mean, mine aren't that interesting either. But we could probably find some some gems. I did get um a, a guy sent me a cucumber. Some very provocative looking <laughs> thing. I was like, okay. Wait, I'm you mean block an eggplant? You. No, it was a cucumber. It was like an actual cucumber, and it was like, oh. it was like a dirty one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty dirty. Yeah, I didn't love it. 
All right. All right we well, gotta go. I'm sorry. We okay. got to go. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the Facebook love. Thank you, HelloFresh, BioClarity, and ThreadUp. Scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. Keep there. them coming. Don't, I know you're you're venting on the Facebook page, getting all your problems up, but we need some, too. Send them to us. Yeah. Scrubbing in at yeah. iHeartMedia.com. Keep them, on the, keep them on the emails, too. Um, We love you all. Time. Love. I'm calling time. Time of death. 12.16 p.m. Oh, I don't, don't want to say, say PM. PM. Oh, my gosh. I haven't called it in a while.